But the way our job is, it's just, and especially the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I that will so, we'll talk off. Yeah, the that's what I'm saying. Welcome to Dinner Reviews. I'm Matthew Francis, and this is going to be a show where essentially I cook dinner for my fascinating friends, and then I interview them about their life's journey thus far. Get it? You know, dinner, interviews, dinner reviews, not too complicated. Um, And my hope is that this show can be something that you listen to while you're meal prepping for the week, or something that you watch when you're like eating dinner alone at home in the dark, like I do sometimes. (laughs) Um, just so that you can have, like, a friend in the kitchen, right? So today I'm really excited because it's the first episode, and I have one of my favorite people in the entire world. You may know her from being, like, a mega star on all those BuzzFeed videos. Um, she doesn't take shit from any troll. And her real job is a production coordinator behind the scenes, making sure that all of BuzzFeed can actually basically run. So without further ado, here's my Haitian queen, and hopefully soon to be your Haitian queen, Joyce Louis Jean. Aww, love I love you. him. I love him so much. Okay, so this is, I'm going to put you in for a whirlwind. You don't really know what's going to happen, right? No idea. So essentially, the goal is just to, you know, do what we do on a normal basis when you come over for food <laughs> and just actually record it because it's always so interesting to me. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, okay, first, and if you don't know who Joyce is, take a moment, whether you're listening or watching, go to her Instagram, a, a tribe called Joyce. Yes. And look her up so you kind of can, like, get her aesthetic, get mm-hmm. her vibe, mm-hmm. get who we're dealing with here, mm-hmm. and just enjoy her feed, because it's great. Oh, thank you. Of course, of course. Now, before we kind of get into things, just to kind of, uh, you know, break the ice a little bit, mm-hmm. I always kind of say, we're like soulmates. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, we're, like you wouldn't assume people like us are we're very different in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, but we're also so similar. Like, mm-hmm. how would you say to someone else that you never met, how we became friends, and... How have we gotten this far? Yeah, I mean, we met at work. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember exactly. I remember you messaging me about the Haitian food video that I did that's tasty. And I just remember saying, okay, let's do this. Like, I was new to the company. I didn't really know that many people. So I was like, this is a great way to make friends. Mm-hmm. And I ended up meeting one of my best friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, like, funny because we're both, like, the we were the babies of BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. right? We um, really, like connected over that and we mm-hmm. both love like k-pop black pink mm-hmm. in particular sensei like we kind of have the same taste in guys like mm-hmm. it's just it all works out and it's, i always find it funny when like one of us will say a random thought and we'll be like oh, me yes, too yeah, yes. yeah i feel like we have so much in common and i yeah. just feel like i don't know i just think we really understand each other and it's just yeah. been great you know just knowing you and just knowing that i wasn't alone during the whole entering the world of BuzzFeed journey yeah, because it's definitely um, an epic journey, we'll say that. <laughs> okay, so now there's a couple little segments that I'm planning for the show, okay? Okay. And so the first one is called um, Fast Food Favorites, okay? Ooh. So essentially I'm going to time you and you have one minute to like pull from this little pot here. And okay. it's going to be like random favorite food items. So like okay. let's say like ice cream or pizza. And I want you to, as quickly as you can, give me your favorite flavors of those things. Yeah. And I give one minute to do as many as you possibly can. Okay. And the goal of this is, because when I have like guests who keep coming on the show, I, you have mm-hmm. to try to get the most of everyone. Okay. You want to beat other people. It's like, it's like, okay. so long, because I'm here, so you want to like, yeah. get a higher number than them. Okay? Yeah. So let me pull okay. up my timer right here. 
I'm first, so dang, at least yeah. I'm the standard. Yeah, so that's why if you like, get a high number and it'll be mm-hmm. impressive. And um, and then after, since you only have one minute, I'm sure some crazy things are going to fly out of your mouth. Then we will be able to kind of talk about that afterwards, okay? Okay, great. Three, two, one, go. Okay, um, vegetables, um, pine, vegetables, carrots, okay. pizza topping, bacon, um, sandwich, I like anything with mozzarella, pastrami, salami, and um, panico. Can't, I can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> Dessert. I love ice cream. I love cake, but I love cupcakes the most. Um, burrito filling. I love anything with rice. Fruit. I love pineapples. Fast food. Comfort food. I love ribs. That's my favorite comfort food. Mm. Um, last supper. I'd probably be ribs because that's my favorite comfort food. Pasta sauce. I only like white creamy pasta sauce. I don't like tomato based. Bagel. I love an everything bagel. I'm still from New York. Um, cookie, I love sugar cookies with the filling. That's not good for you. Um, nut, I do not like nuts. Um, legume, I love anything beans. Actually, a Haitian dish called legumes. That's literally my favorite dish. Chip flavor, I love barbecue. Um, ice cream, I love... Woo! You're done. Put that one back. Put it back. Wait, so, okay. Now, count them up. How many did you get? Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15. Okay, that's pretty impressive. I'm going to yeah. write it down. See, here's my little dinner views guest book. Ooh. And I have a little spot for the first slot of joy. Oh, that's me and my full name. My name is so long. <laughs> it's cute. You're okay. cute. Okay, these are the most interesting to me. So, okay. you when you said burrito filling, you said you only like... As long as it has rice, you're good? Yeah. But, like... Then it's an actual meal. Okay. A burrito without rice is, like, a fucking wrap. Right. You need, like, to have, like, a starch. Yeah, the starch is what makes it a burrito, in my personal opinion. If you had to build, like, a dream burrito, though, what would it be? Mmm, okay. So, it would probably have lamb. Mm -hmm. Um, it'd have rice. It'd have cheese. It would have a uh, season with adobo, of course. Mm. Um, then I would like some nice avocado sauce in there. And then fresh cut lettuce, like wet lettuce. Because mm. I don't like dry lettuce. Okay. I only like wet lettuce. Okay. And then tomatoes. Nice. Nice. That sounds like a dream burrito. Mm. I okay. only love a dream. Um, and then you said pasta sauce. Now, my favorite pasta sauce is marinara. All tomato based, and you don't like that. So, what has turned you off to marinara? What, what? Um, I've always had a weird relationship with tomatoes. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't like like deep dish pizza. I didn't like like pizza at all because it was all tomato based. And like now, I've gotten used to eating pizza with tomatoes. But it's mostly just because like when I eat when I have pasta, I'm always like, ooh, I like a really nice white sauce. Yeah. Ooh, I like a really Alfredo. I like a creamy yeah. sauce. But the older I get, I realize the more I like it. Like now, like ever since my grandmother passed away when I was young, I used to hate tomatoes. But she always ate grape tomatoes. Mm. Now I eat grape tomatoes. So maybe tomato-based sauce still has a chance. Yeah. Maybe. It'll grow on you. It'll grow. I'll I'll make you more food so it grows on you. There we go. You're right. He does spoil me, (laughs) y'all. Um, okay, and the last one when you said there is an actual like Haitian dish called legume. Mm-hmm. And it's like do you know what else is in it? Because I'm really curious about that. Um it's literally bean beans like and lentils and it's just like a big like collard green kind of side. Oh. Um it's really, really delicious. You put it over your rice, you know, with your like 
So it's why you plantains and you just kind of eat it. But there's a dish called legumes and it's literally just legumes. Nice. Literally, it's just that with the sauce on it. Yeah. It's really delicious. I'll make it for you sometime. Okay. I was also going to say, like, I'm trying to eventually, you know, get my own little, like, top-down setup here and do my yeah. own recipes. I filmed one so far. Oh, wow. Um, but that was a challenge. Yeah. Um, by my, like, my own little apartment here. But once I kind of get it going, I definitely want to do more dishes. Yeah, okay. let's do yeah. it. Sweet. Okay. So that was our first segment, which is called Fast Food Favorites. Yes. Um, and 15 is the score to beat for our next guest. That's a pretty, that's pretty good. I timed myself and I got like 12. So. Oh, see, I really rushed myself. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Okay, and now, um. I love how, um, I saw Grinder pop up. <laughs> oh, on my phone? Yeah. You know what, that's, this is true life, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring you an appetizer for you to try. I'm hoping you've never tasted some of the in- ingredients inside of the app, so that way it's like a new experience for you. So you're like, okay. what appetizer is this? Yeah. And then while we're doing that, I want to ask you questions from social media apps. Okay. But I put out oh. questions earlier today. I don't think anyone responded to them. Oh. So. I, could, I should have just put it on my phone. Hi, guys. So I am recording with this beautiful person here. And he wants to know what your guys' burning questions are for me. So just hit that little ask questions right on the thingy. Amazing. And um, so then while those questions come streaming in, I'm going to go get our appetizer for the segment, What App? So basically, of course, with dinner views, right? We have dinner. Part of having a dream dinner is a dream appetizer. So why don't we each try this? And I'm hoping every time I do what app, there is like a um, a new ingredient you haven't tried before. So what you can see on here is um, like the kind of purplish jam is from Luxembourg, where I went this mm. summer, and it's um, quaich, which is like a sour plum. Mm. So we have a crostini with goat cheese, the quaich jam, caramelized onions, pancetta, chives, and uh, some pine nuts, okay? This so, is really bougie. Yeah, I try. You know. Cheers. Cheers, love. Mm. Good, right? Mm-hmm. The jam definitely adds a sweetness, mm-hmm. but it's not too sweet. Yeah, it has some sweetness. It has a little bit of tartness, too. Mm-hmm. So it's a sour plum. Amazing, right? Mm. Okay, I'm going to need one more, too. Yeah. I love it. And then while we're waiting for those questions to come in, I'm going to get us some drinks, some mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. Who brought the wine? Joyce brought the wine. Should I get the sound in there? Oh, yeah. There we go. Let me get some glass. Okay. So here's a glass for you. Here's a glass for me. And Joyce is such a great friend. She knows I like Merlot. Mm-hmm. We talked about that, how we both like Merlot. We do. See, again, we're like twins. We are. Okay, so now, wait, wait. Sip, break. Mmm, that's a strong red. Get that ASMR in there. So, first uh, question from your fans are, how are you doing, Joyce? Just in general. I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing more positive. I'm making new changes in my life. I'm working on the foundation list I made for 2019. Okay. Instead of like a New Year's resolution, I put a foundation list to build okay. a foundation in my life. So finding a new place to live, working on being there more for my friends. Your finances. Um, my about. finances. I actually got an email from a guy. So I'm about to be a rich bitch. Nice, nice. Um, and yeah, so I'm pretty feeling pretty positive. I'm gonna go home, see my family, make sure my family's okay. I'm gonna go to New York. I'm just really excited. 
Okay. Right. Good. Aria asks, can we make a beef wellington together? I think that's because we were both in it and I've made beef wellington before. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a funny video with all three of us. I, I'll do it, but you know, Aria always trying to like cook and stuff. Oh, is he? Always. Um, I remember like, so we, did that, we did that fruitcake video together and mm-hmm. I think I know he was like playing it up to be funny, but I was like, yeah. this is horrifying. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite musician or band? That is so hard. I think my favorite musician is. It's hard. It's so hard. If I had to like, if I had to like end the world now, and you had to choose. What would it be? Angus and Julia Stone. Oh, I'm not familiar, so give me a little explanation. Can I take it? Take it higher. So yeah. You, you, I know about you, you love, like, the melancholy, like, yeah, dramatic, like, yeah. I'm driving the car, what is my life yeah. type of music. I'm gonna pack up and leave and tell no one, that's my aesthetic. Yes, okay, very on brand for you. <laughs> um, okay, ooh, see, I think your fans are very deep. What is your biggest fear and how do you overcome it? We kind of talk about this stuff, but... I think my biggest fear is not realizing my own potential. Yeah. My biggest fear is being complacent. Again in my life. I never want to be complacent. Mm-hmm. I never want to be the girl that sits and watch lives happen. Or dream about life like I used to. I used to dream about this life. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's like I sh- it was getting a little scary how much I used to dream about it. And now that I have it, it's because I had to fight for it. Yeah. You know, I had to fight my own inner demons. Yeah. So I never want to be complacent again in my life. I never want to just accept the mediocre. Shonda Rhimes always says, don't be a dreamer, be a doer. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's like a really good lesson. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, I want all these things, but if I don't actually buy the camera, if I don't actually do the yeah. whatever, you're never, it's never going to happen. That's true. Yeah. It's I, easier I think, to dream. Yeah, and I've also learned that like people are willing to help you, but they're never going to do things for you. So you have, yeah. to be, you have to be the person that puts the initiative to start out mm-hmm. and like start pushing the car or start filming your own thing and then people come and want to be a part of it. But they never will give it to you or do it for you. That's true. So it's like you have to be a doer yeah. in life. Now let's go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, this person says, um, hey, how do I up my fashion game? Um, honestly, I think you just kind of like look at fashion trends. But you also just wear what you want to wear to your with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to always wear long sleeve pants, long sleeve shirts, cover my neck in the middle of the summer. Mm. Then I realized I was hot. I was wearing booty shorts. I had to go to that booty short phase. Like, look at this booty. <laughs> look yeah, at yeah. these arms. <laughs> look at this bat fat. You know, like I was like, hey, it works. Look, at it. <laughs> look at this little baby. You know what I'm saying? So I really feel like with that, like how to step your fashion game up, is to realize the fashion trends, but also realize your own classic pieces, your mm-hmm. own modern pieces, your own pieces that will last forever. What works for you? Yeah. Favorite dessert? My favorite dessert is ice cream, but I like cupcakes the best. Yeah. But that's when I want decadence to see. My sweet tooth is going away. I think that's part of adulthood yeah. is like you're like, I kind of just want like vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Like I used to be a sweet queen. I tell you, I had seven cavities. Seven cavities as a kid in the same mouth. Mm. I used to just devour sugar. And now I'm just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. Okay, Olivia um, asks, should I text my crush? Yes. Simple. Love it. We don't waste time. I, I tell them yeah. the same things over and over again. Yeah. We don't waste time with the side pieces. Yeah. Yeah. 
do it or don't do it. Move yeah. on. Got it. So these ones are now from Twitter. Mm. Um, favorite book or book series? Mm. Okay, what's that about? It's just about like these like genetically altered kids. Okay. And they're like just running from the government and shit. I love it. Wow. My girl. My guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trope, but it works. It, it works. Does. Um, okay. Um, so this is a perfect way to end it, actually. Someone just says, also, I love you, stay beautiful, and you make BuzzFeed worth following. Aww. Yeah, that's sweet. You have some, some beautiful fans, just like a beautiful you. Oh man, I love them. Yeah. They're cool. They're very sweet, and they like to tell me things. Um, okay. So that has been the segment, What App? And the mm-hmm. next thing we're going to do is what we call Dream Dish. Dream Dish. Mm. Now, when I invite friends over, I always try to get food that they like to enjoy. And this specific dinner, for this dinner view, I asked Joyce, like, what's your dream dinner? And what did you say? I said ribs. And? I forgot. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Carrots. Carrots. And like a simple salad. And a simple salad. Well, I can remember, you know. Mm. And what's funny is when we did the um, questions uh, for the fast food, like you kind of mentioned a lot of things that are all around that. So <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, I yes, love yes. all those things. Great. Okay, yeah. so now you enjoy your wine, and I'll bring all the food out. Okay. Delish. Ribs. Mmm. He's so good with cooking meats, y'all. The last time he made ribs for me at work, I literally cried. Mmm. Carrots. I'm actually eating ahead of time. Don't tell Matthew. That's what I tell people. I tell people that rib sauce should be like an accessory. Mm-hmm. But the meat itself should be seasoned. Yeah, I want a really nice dry rub. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then on this mac and cheese, I have a breadcrumb, Ooh. parsley, and pancetta mixture I made. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I also bought cheddar. Good friend. He cooked me a meal and I brought wine and cheese. <laughs> I'm a trash person. Why are you saying that? Because I keep eating the ribs. Oh, you already eat some? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so this isn't just eating just yet because mm-hmm. we have, this is segment, is it's called Dream Dish, mm. where while I get you a plate and make it for you and finish any last little touches, I need you to give me a dish as in, like, tell me some kind of secret you've never told anyone before. And it can be silly, like when I was like a kid, I pooped my pants. Mm-hmm. But like something silly that you've never told anyone before. So while you're dishing, I'm dishing for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want to know the dish? Yeah. Tell me something you've the never told. The dish that I'm going to record. Yes. Anything. So yeah, you're going to be like, when I was six, my dad, you know. Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. depressing. Yeah. yeah. But like something that you've never told anyone else that's like exclusive just for our time together right now. When I was in high school, I wrote a love letter to one of the popular seniors in my school. Oh, did you? I wrote a series of love letters. Because um, he was always cute, and I was like the girl getting bullied in school, and he'd always stare at me. Oh. I was like, he's so into me. And he was not at all, and it was not a consensual situation, so kids don't do that anymore. But for the most part... I remember just writing these beautiful love letters, and my handwriting was crap, so I'd get my friends to get handwritings for me. So it was pretty much just like a weird experience. I was really obsessive about boys. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. I was was obsessive, but like secretly. Yeah. 
One second I have to get pecans. I have such a huge fear of rejection growing up as a kid. I think everyone does. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and it was hard, you know? Because I was always different. I was always taller. I was always just an anomaly for South Carolina. So they really didn't know how to treat me or react to me. But for the most part, I think it was just because like, a part of me was like, I'm at the age where I'm supposed to be in a relationship, right? What And what age? What time? 15, 16. No. No, but you know, you watch all those damn teen dramas um, and all my friends were getting pregnant. That's true. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'm supposed to have a boyfriend now. I'm supposed to be in a relationship. But that's not really how it goes, you know? That's not how life is. You're not going to get your gossip girl romance just by being alive, you know? No. I feel like true love only comes later in life once you know yourself. Mm. Which I've learned a lot from you, by the way. Yes, I'm always about self-love, self-harmony, happiness, unity. I realize the greatest love story is the one I have with myself. I love that one. That's a quotable moment. That's a quotable moment. It's true, though. Okay, so now um, we've almost got all the food ready. I'm going to toss this salad Mm. to give to you. (laughs) You got it, you got it. There we go. Okay, so in this salad, all right... Is the mixed greens like you like it? Yes. And then there's also, I made a balsamic dressing right here. Ooh, you know I love balsamic. Mm-hmm. I love, I love mixed greens. Okay. I don't know why. Well, I think like they're the right texture. They're not too hard or too soft. They're and always they're wet, heavy. like you said. They're always wet. Um, and they also... Uh, yeah, so they also have some cherry tomatoes, pecans. Ooh. This is so fun. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Okay, so uh, red onion, carrot, cucumber, pecans, mm. cherry, and cherry tomatoes. Yummy. I wanted to get that sound of pouring them on there. <laughs> okay, so let me toss this up. He's going to toss that salad. Toss that salad. He's about to toss that salad. Huh, huh. Toss that salad. Yummy. And if at any point you want more, you just let me know. I will totally let you know, because I'm going to devour this. Good, good, good. And you see the silverware in the center there? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Wait, wait. You know, when Matthew's all rich and famous, I can't wait to just walk into his multiple restaurants. Yeah. And be like... (laughs) Like, snap, (laughs) yeah. You'll have your your own table. (laughs) Yeah. Um, my table's in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't even speak to me. <laughs> you come in, like, the whole table's already, like, spread ready for you. They'd be like, Miss Louis Jean, here, here's your table. Mm. Okay, so what did you try everything yet? Or what didn't you try? Like, let's taste I everything. I Okay, and tell me what you think. Except for the ribs. Because okay. I can't control myself around ribs. Ribs are cooked to perfection. Thank you. Mm. You put some more breadcrumbs on your plate. Get someone who puts more breadcrumbs on your plate. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. You're right about that sharp cheddar. Yeah, I needed to see. I um, I ordered some cheese, but it wasn't enough. And I was like, Joyce, on your way over, grab more. Mm-hmm. I think it was worth it, right? It was worth it. It's so creamy. Mmm. Mm. Well, I'm so happy I know you know how to season some food. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you know. 
you know how the season's going perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. I try. Yeah. And um, what's nice is so like this salad. That's why I asked if you you know no. if we had to put a salad on there, what would you want? Because mm-hmm. the acidity in the dressing I think helps kind of cut the fat from the mm-hmm. the macaroni and cheese yeah. and from the ribs, so you kind of can taste more from everything. Food signs. Yeah, there's, and there's plenty of more sauce if you want more sauce. How's your life? Creativity-wise, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, life is good. Um, I'm kind of doing a lot of, like, freelancing stuff right now. So, like, essentially, there's, like, a private chef company that I'm working for. Pretty healthy mm. food right now. Great. So, like, yeah, just, like, every other Monday or Tuesday, I'll go to someone's home and, like, meal prep for them or do it for dinner parties. Wow. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty good. And then I, um, like, I'm... Freelancing for Nick at MTV. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, that's actually the first one I'm doing is Thursday and Friday. Um, and, like, that's good just to, like, you know, get some money in. But it's fun to, like, be like, this is my time to do crazy stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's kind of, like, kitty wampus right now and don't yeah. know if it'll actually work out. Like, it's important to me just, like, to try it. Because yeah. I, I might get into a new full-time position eventually. But it's good for me, I think, to just, like, I've had all these ideas in my head. I might as well do it now. Yes. And if it all fails, okay, then I'll go back to a full-time job. But no. I'm, this is my time to try, you know? I keep telling you, 2019 is the year of laying a foundation. It's a year of putting the building blocks of who you want to be and how you want it until we get the prosperous year of 2020. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what you're doing now is laying the building blocks for exactly what you want. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling too. Like, mm. you know, of course it was hard to leave BuzzFeed and all my friends, but I mm. feel like the friends didn't leave. I still have the friends, and no. now I'm like free to try and do new things. Yeah, I'll never leave you, kid. Yeah. Do you need napkins? Yeah. Okay, I'll bring napkins. And then I have some questions for you. Okay, so we did all our, with all the other segments, we did our like mm. preliminary mm-hmm. um, before the food stuff, and now that we're sitting here, we're eating, and we're um, getting to know each other better. Essentially, I want this to think of this dinner view kind of as like as if we were both on Tinder and we swiped yes. right and this is like our first Tinder date. Okay. So even though I kind of know your life story, we have a ton of people that don't know your life story. So uh-huh. give me your like abridged elevator pitch, Joyce's life. Go for it. Um, when I was about, well, I'm a second daughter in a Haitian family. My parents were both born in Haiti, but they met in Freeport, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was 18, my mom was 14. She lied to him and said she was 18. Oh, shit. Don't do that, kids. Yeah, don't do that, kids. Um, but they didn't actually start dating until she was 18. And then when she turned about 20, they got married. Um, and they've been married ever since. So I like to say I'm a child of true love. Um, I think my parents are obsessed with each other. I, I honestly, I think. They love to talk so much shit. And, you know, patients <laughs> talk shit. That means we actually care a lot. If yeah. we don't talk shit, then we don't care at all. It's just like our thing. That's what I've been learning from people like around the world is like the more they kind of make fun of you or hate on you, it means they really care and they know you're not going to leave them. <laughs> Versus like, if they're always friendly to you, it means I don't trust you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think people sometimes don't understand why I'm like, oh, you're stupid hell. You're <laughs> and I hate you. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm like, I love you so much that I don't want to express it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my personal life journey is that when I was about to the age of five and didn't say a word, my teachers um, pretty much diagnosed me as developmentally slow and that I wouldn't be anything. They just kind of wrote me off because, you know, I'm just another black student in the education system. 
But if anybody knows anything about my mother, no is never an answer for her. Mm. So she got tutors, um, taught me personally every single day, and it got to a point where actually when I got my intelligence tested, I was above kids in my own age. Um, so because of that, I was able to skip the program that I was in when I was young. After that, I grew up in New York. I went to Catholic school. Excuse me, I've been holding in that bar all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Catholic school. Um, Catholic school was great. I loved it. The teachers were dumb, but the friends were great. Um, and then I went to public school, so my parents were like, I'm done paying all this damn money for Catholic school. And then I moved to South Carolina. Um, South Carolina was very hard for me. I went from a girl with great confidence to a girl that was constantly bullied about her size, her hair color, her body. It really broke me down emotionally to the point where, like, I did try to hurt myself in multiple occasions. Um, but, you know, through my faith and my relationship with God and my family, I just kind of weathered through it. But I was literally broken down. When I tell you I hated myself, I hated everything about myself. Oh, my God, I just hated just looking in the mirror. Stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, look at me. I look great. Yeah, there we go. There but, we go. What, age, what age was this when you were feeling the most, like, kind of self-hatred? And... 11 to 18. Okay. Eight years. Okay. It was hard. Yeah. Was but then, hard. But then, obviously, I know, like, you've been through this. You've had to do a lot of, like, kind of inner look, inner um, discoveries and, like, figuring about yourself. So, like, how did you get over that hump and what led you to, like, kind of where you are now? College. Um, I went to Savannah College of Art and Design. I remember pretty much like one day I was drunk, 19. Again, kids, don't underage drink. Um, And I remember looking in the mirror and I was like, wow, you're actually kind of pretty. And from there I started taking the steps into my, you know, self-health and understanding my beauty and my worth. It, when you listen to what other people tell you, who you are. I realized all my life people have told me no, you are not, you cannot, you right. will not, right. and I've proved them wrong all the way, mm-hmm. every single time, because no one can tell me who I am, only I can, and I can only tell you who I am, there's not another way around, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, after that I graduated in college, Squabbity Scoop, finessed a job at BuzzFeed Incorporated, and now we're sitting here today. <laughs> wow. Um... That's one thing that I find really interesting about you is that, you know, when people see you in videos or they see you at work, like our friends from work, mm-hmm. or people are on like social media, they immediately think you were this confident the entire your entire life. They think that you were always this way, and that while you're of course like a, a bundle of joy to yeah. be around, I think you've only really taken the chance to explain the hard moments to, like, your true friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I think people are shocked by that. And that's why it's, like, really important for you to, you know, tell people that. I know, I know. It's just really hard because it's, like, we put so much of ourselves out there in videos. Yeah. There's parts of me that I'm, like, this is for me. Yeah. And I also have horrible trust issues um, when it comes to people. And I only trust this, like, few people. Right, yeah. Because, you know, just stuff how I grew up and, like, my sexual assault that happened in high school. I don't really like to open myself up, but I'm learning mm-hmm. through the graces of therapy that opening yourself up is just helping other people. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't... Do you want to talk about any kind of stuff, or do you want to keep it more positive, or what you... You can keep it whatever you want. 
I um, trust you. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I definitely want to go, you know, deep with this stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I want it to not be any kind of fluff things. Mm-hmm. So, if you think that's important and you're comfortable sharing, I would I mean, definitely don't go into kind of any kind of things that are going to be triggering for you. But, yeah. Um, yeah, if, I, I think it's a part of your story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're comfortable sharing parts of it. Yeah, what parts do you want to know? Um, mostly just, like, definitely not any kind of details. Mm-hmm. Just um, maybe, like, how old were you and, and what did you learn from that? And, like, obviously, a lot of bad stuff happened, but, like... Mm-hmm. How do you think it um, helped you become who you are now? It really, I think how old I was when the sexual assault happened. Um, I was 17. Um, it was just more of a situation where it t- I really have, it, just, it shut me down romantically for a very long time. Um, I didn't really do the things that my friends did. I mean, I didn't really go on dates and make out. Yeah. I thought I was ugly, I thought I was hideous, I thought I was disgusting, that no one loved me, and it just, like, I really shut my world down. I don't know, I just really didn't believe that anyone could love me, and that I was trash. George, no! And I was, it's fine, it's true, uh, it's, it's just what it is, like, before I couldn't talk about it without crying, but now yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that was a part of my life, where yeah. I literally thought just being on this earth was wasting people's time. Oh, Wow. And it's hard because, like, I hope my little sister never sees this. But there was a time in my life where I was like, I'm done. And then this image came to my head. And it was, my little sister always comes to school a little bit after me. Because I leave in the, early in the day. And I just think if she walked in and she saw me not being there, she's my everything. So it's like she saved you in a lot of ways. Oh, my God. Yeah. She saved my life. Wow. That little girl, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah. She I know that. You, you talk to her all the time. <laughs> You're yeah. obsessed with her. Yeah. And my older sister. Yeah. Because I know that would destroy my older sister. Yeah. My sisters, they just mean the world to me, you know? And I don't think they know it because I'm just a frilly, nilly sister who barely texts back. Yeah. But, like, I, when I think about how, even though they never understood me 100%, because I am weird. I'm a very weird person. <laughs> I'm not a normal person. I hope you guys know that. I used to eat grass as a kid. Like... Okay, we'll get back to that. I I am a weird person, but they oh. loved me and understood me and cared for me, and I'm I'm blessed to have them, and they're obsessed with me. Mm. Just as I'm obsessed with them, it's mm. it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting family dynamic. You know, my sister's the reason I went to SCAT. If if they don't, I don't know what that that acronym is. So what? Uh, the Savannah College Writing Sign. There we go. That schooling changed my life. Mm. And it wasn't the education. The education was okay. I'm sorry, Paula Wallace. It wasn't that damn great. Um, but the people there. Mm. I met the people who took a wounded bird. Wound. Ooh. Those people just loved me. Like, they put me in a love incubator. Oh. The healing didn't start until I was... I noticed myself, and I started dating myself, and now I'm married. There we go, yeah. And my experience is very different than other people's experiences. I had to learn to ignore the ideas of the standards of beauty 
and understand that I am beautiful simply because I exist. Yeah, like ignore society. Yeah. Like it's everything that we're told is unattainable. It is. Um, and if you, like the moment you forget about all of that and you just be yourself, everyone else around you like is like, oh damn, like they are beautiful yeah. because they see in you what they can't be themselves, which is like confident yeah. like, and, and like loving yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's every day. Yeah. Being in love with someone, <laughs> that's what I tell everyone. I am the love. I am the love of my life. Dating someone, it's not every day. Yeah. You don't love them every day. Yeah. They're annoying sometimes. You have bad days. Yeah, yeah. You look at your body like, oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. But then you just have moments where you remember why you did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because I'm never going back. Yeah. Never ever going back to that state. Good. I'm never going to be that girl that did not love the beautiful girl that was in front of her. Never. So this is for life. Yeah, yeah. Like people, like relationships do come and go. And don't worry, y'all. I had dalliances. I've had it. She's had her hoes. My whole phase did come. Yeah. But I understand that at the end of the day, I need someone who loves themselves, and I need someone yeah. who loves me. Yes. I understand that in my relationship, I will be the side piece, and they will be the side piece. Mm. Because you gotta love yourself first. Yeah. yeah. Any relationship. I'm the wife. Yes. They are the hoe. Yeah. I love that. So, but that's like all through Journey. Like, there were dark times, man. Like, there were times when, ooh, Lucifer himself was like, I got her. But I was like, not today, Lucifer. (laughs) You know? Having those, like, complex parts of your life Mm -hmm. is what makes the tapestry of what got you here that much more interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think the confidence you have now is, like, so much more earned, right? Mm -hmm. And the respect you have from people is earned, Mm -hmm. which... When someone says like they like you now, since you're being authentically yourself, you yeah. really know it's like wow, like they know me from me and they like that. Like, I look yeah. really good. And through this experience, it's made me love people more. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's why I went the film. Actually, people are so interesting and beautiful and complex yeah. and wild and demanding and chaotic. And I watch people fall in and out of love. I watch. How to comfort someone. I learned through watching. I learned through seeing that. And it made me love people even more. Because I never, ever, ever want to make someone feel the way I felt when I was younger. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what they're going through. Right. No one knew what I was going through at the time. Yeah. I feel like if people didn't know, they wouldn't have said the things they said to me. Exactly. And, like, even when you think, like, your life has no direction or it has, like, no you know, message or theme or point. It's funny because, like, things that end up going wrong in your life really, it's like a plot point in a movie mm-hmm. where, like, it turns you around, yeah. makes you reprioritize, yeah. and then you, like, you're going on, on your next, you know, chapter. Yeah, your next and, direction. Yeah, it's fascinating. I just, it's so crazy because I never would have thought I would have got to this point in my life. Right, yeah. I feel like some people don't reach that state of, like, self-acceptance until, like, 30s, 40s, 50s, and you yeah. got that 20, like, 3 now, right? 23, yeah. 23, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's My good. mom says I've been through things people in their 30s haven't been through. Right. She did that to me when I was, like, in the 8th grade. <laughs> right, okay. Oof, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, I think it's all, I think what it taught me was I know what genuine is. Yeah. And I could say the friends I have here have also... Like, Matthew, you have been such a light to me. A guiding light. Thank you, Joyce. You, you're just one of my incubators. I have yeah. friends who are incubators. You're yeah. just like, I can just put all my shit on the floor and be like, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's start from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's work it back. Yeah. And who give me guidance. Yeah. And you can really tell from, like, obviously there's so many amazing people that we know, but like, just kind of, like, in this industry and, like, yeah. in this town, there are a lot of people sometimes that you feel like are kind of just maybe using you or mm-hmm. just trying to, like, get something from you. And mm-hmm. what I've found that I value most in our relationship is that, like, sometimes even, like, even you said, like, you know, you are really yourself, which is obviously true. Mm-hmm. But, like, we still have, like, a facade that we put on. Like, it's part, yeah. of, part of work, it's part yeah. of business, it's part of whatever. And I feel like what's great about what we have is that we've been able to kind of shed that with each mm-hmm. other. And you've, you've, you and I have had a lot of, like, real moments. We have. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really grateful for those. So I'm, I'm just as nice to hear you talk about it, too. No, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I always love you. What the fuck? I love you. I love him. Every time, every video we've done together, there's like like 20 minutes of footage. Yeah. I love him so much. I would do yeah. anything for him. Yeah, uh, Cyrus was like editing the video. And he's like, I had to cut out like 20 minutes. And it was crazy. <laughs> and it always happens when we're eating, too. Just, yeah. You know, food, good friends. That's all you need in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know we're going to be friends for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Since we both really care about what we do, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm really excited to see what you do like kind of on your own and then what I kind of do on my own. But I think no matter what, they're going to, in a certain way, like kind intersect. of intersect and help out each other. And like yeah. we're going to be like a part of each other's tapestries. Of course. Which is so... Of course. Which I'm really happy about. Well, it's great is I did have some questions, but we kind of just steamrolled through a lot of them <laughs> because we, we, you know, we just had a natural conversation. But, um, you know, we talked about... Uh, film and like so obviously mm-hmm. you went to school for like creativity and, and, and film and, mm-hmm. and art and stuff but what drives you when it comes for, to your passion for film and like mm-hmm. why is it important to you TV is the love of my life mm. the love of my life I see that that's why I'm late to most things because I was watching the Umbrella Academy before I realized I had to get dressed. <laughs> I was like, it's almost 3 o'clock. Where is she? Yeah, okay. I literally was like, oh my god. That looks okay. good, though. I mean, it's so okay. good. Okay. I love it. Okay. I love it. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll we start. have the same taste in TV. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so you prefer no. TVs because it's like longer, more of a more of an arc, more mm-hmm. of a journey. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, too. I, yeah. think, I think some stories... If you make them only into a movie, it's like cheapening what you can say about mm-hmm. the characters. And then for, and then so I think film is only good when it's like a, a capped off story mm-hmm. that like only has like a quick beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a TV show is like when you want to live in the world of these characters for a long yeah. time. So, okay, cool. It was like during my darkest times, I used to watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. read a lot of manga, watch a lot of anime and Korean dramas. Mm-hmm. My little sister, Saturday mornings, and just escape. Yeah, but escape was important for me. Yeah. That's why I want to create TV. That's why TV, Good. creating TV, because some people just need an escape. Yes, and the greater the escape, the happier you bring that with you. Yeah, I learned self confidence through all the characters from my TV screen. I was gonna say because like I was, I mean, we talked about this too, but I was also kind of like a loner kid yeah. and like. A lot of what I watched growing up was certain TV shows and like food shows, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like, and I didn't really, I was very antisocial as well. I didn't have a lot of friends. And I, unlike your sisters, I found my sisters very annoying. <laughs> um, so a lot of, I think a lot of personal growth I did as a kid was through the characters I got to relate with in, through TV. And I yeah. really feel like they kind of shaped who I am. So it's like cool to see that in you too. I love that. Yeah. I also want another rib. You want? Oh, you can literally hear the whole play. <laughs> so, what? So obviously, people know you from BuzzFeed, but like, what are some common misconceptions of your role there? 
This I'm excited to hear. Oh, I'm a, I'm a video producer. I'm not a video producer. I do not make your videos. Okay, I'm not. I don't ideate. What is it? Ideate. I don't. Yeah, I don't ideate those. My job is to get it done. You need a PA. I got you. You need a shoot location. I got you. You need anything you need to make it happen. I do. Mm-hmm. I do not come up with the ideas for videos. People always ask me, why is this not out? Why am I not doing this or doing that? I'm not, I do not do all of that. My job is to make sure the budget is good, everything's good, and the sh- literally the shoot is legal spiegel. Right. That is my job. I went to school for producing, so I do more textbook producing right. than the video producers do here. Yeah, because the producer role at BuzzFeed is kind of just like, you kind of do a little bit of everything, but mm-hmm. your job is like making it work. Yes. And like what people also don't know about your job is like, um, she helps like schedule shoots. Mm-hmm. So then, let's say if like I have a sh- if I if I had a shoot on a random Tuesday, I get an email from Joyce like every day at like eight thirty p.m. nine p.m. <laughs> after we're already all at home, and because um, she works very hard, she stays late. I'm staying very late. Um, and then it'd be like yeah, like you know Matt's making this at this time on this station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, my job is to pretty much make sure everything is running smoothly in the video department at BuzzFeed. Like, I'm a part of a team of 11, I think, we're physical production. Right. And we work really hard to make sure all the shoots that we want are Gucci. Yeah. I feel like if we didn't have the production team, nothing would ever get done. <laughs> It'd be a mess. Yeah. Uh, what, whether it be, again, through work or in your personal life, like, what, what are you most proud of that you've achieved so far? That's hard. Yeah? Just because there's so many things. <laughs> no, it's because... I, my achievements, I don't notice until they're gone. That means you're working too hard. You're not, you're not <laughs> um, smelling the roses, Joyce. I'm not. Like, I'm not. I'm like, ah. I say that as someone who also does that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I, okay. I don't notice. I get this thing from my mother. Yeah. She always used to tell me before I left, because she's so dramatic. She's like, <laughs> I miss you, but you're not even gone. Mm. And I think that's my situation with life. Mm. Like, I miss things, but it's right in front of me. Uh-huh. Like, I get nostalgic about things that are happening when I should just enjoy them. And right. when it comes to work, like, people are like, hey, you're doing a kick-ass job. And half the time, I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't even notice that you're good at what you do. You don't even notice how good you're doing. Because adulthood is just about worrying about the next problem. Yeah. Worrying about if I can pay the rent. Worrying about my family, worrying yeah. about, like, the government. It's a lot. Yeah. And the universe. I'm always scared about outer space for some reason. What are you fearful of outer space? It's just so infinite. <laughs> just the, the expansion and, like, yeah. the... And, oh, wow. It's constantly deleting and expanding itself. Like, people don't understand. We live in... We're a speck in a dot in a oh. waterfall in an infinite universe. Oh, wow. Why is nobody freaking out? <laughs> see, I see. I was, well, okay, so, like, I'm the opposite, where it's, like, if I don't understand it, I'm just, like, whatever, I don't get it, and I move on. Like, yeah. I, I'm not someone, like, obsessive, but that's interesting that you are. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Okay. Oh, got it. I can literally think myself into breaking up with someone I'm in a relationship. Like, leave me in a room for 45 minutes, and I will come up with 40 reasons why it's not working. Oh, no. I am evil. Oh, no, don't say that. I just want to get a little bit of, like, your food, like, kind of backstory. So, mm-hmm. do you cook at home? And if so, what do you make? Like, how often are you in the kitchen? Um, for the most part, I make really simple food. I make a lot of baked chicken. Okay. Make a lot of greens. 
make a lot of... I actually cook relatively healthy when I do cook, mm-hmm. but I just don't cook. Right. Like, when I do cook, I do get very bougie. I'm like, oh, garnish and the thing, and I like putting little sprinkles on top. Mm-hmm. But the way our job is, it's just, and especially the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I... That will so, off Yeah, the that's what I'm saying. That's the off-camera moment, but it's just been really hard for me to yeah. not focus on other things and eat yeah. and cook food. But for the most part, I like like really simple, fresh flavor. I like good seasoning, well-seasoned food. I don't like all the crazy stuff. Yeah. I just like to make it look pretty, though. Yeah, I think most people... So like obviously like, I cook this type of stuff when I have like wonderful friends over. Mm-hmm. But for myself, if I ate this every day, that would not be you know yeah. good for me. So it's like yeah, definitely I, I kind of cook healthy for myself. And then when friends come over, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spoil them, you know? Yes, you always do. Yeah, it spoils me. Um, and then one thing is like, so when you when you cook, do you like listen to music mm-hmm. or do you like so like I listen to podcasts? That's mm-hmm. like that's that's the whole idea for the show is like to have something to listen to while you're cooking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you have to listen to do music. Yeah, yeah. I listen to Haitian music. There you go. Um, I listen to Kumpa, mm-hmm. um, because it just reminds me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Every time we cook with him, my mom never cooked, so, <laughs> but my dad always cooked. My mother would play the same five Kumpa songs. <laughs> just on repeat? Mm-hmm. There we go. Over and over again. I used to cook a lot when my dad was young, mm-hmm. but during my depressive years, around the age of 11, I stopped. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I think that's why I like, I like being in the kitchen with you and Keanu. I yeah. do. I enjoy it. I just get nervous because it's been so long. I'm definitely going to start cooking more and get yeah. myself more familiar in many places. This is the one with the after, right? Yeah. Amazing. Yes, I'm definitely coming over. And this next time you cook for me. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, okay. Are there certain like TV shows and don't like give up your ideas, but like, are, like, are a lot of like maybe ideas you have for TV shows, are they all kind of based... Are they purely through, like, relationships you already have that you, like, would like to explore or share through the show? Mm-hmm. Or are you more of someone that wants to kind of explore, like, more fanatical, like, fantasy themes in shows? Well, or both. Both. Because, yeah, I know no, you love... Super, Supernatural is my favorite genre. <laughs> I know it's trash. I love when the white girl meets the white guy and they go on a journey and fall in love and they fight the evil villain. Straight, too straight white girl. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm know. talking about more wine. Want some more? Okay, we, a lot of these things we kind of touched on, but that's all right. Um, if, like, seven-year-old little Joyce was sitting here eating with us, A, what would she think of the food that I made for her? And B, what would you say to, like, seven-year-old Joyce? She would love the food you made her. She would not like this because it's too hard for her teeth. Uh-huh. Um, okay. The appetizer is too hard for her teeth. She, had a, she eats a lot of candy. I had to get, like, seven, like... Cavities. Oh, so. mm-hmm. but she would love the ribs, love the mac and cheese. She probably wouldn't eat that much because she was a twink back then. But um, what would I say to seven-year-old Joyce? I'm just gonna act like she's sitting right here. She's mm-hmm. the camera. Mm-hmm. Joyce, you will not be the president of the United States, but you will change someone's life. Some things are gonna happen that you don't like. And you're going to go through a really dark time. A really dark time. But remember why your mama named you Joy. Okay? And you never have to be any version of yourself to make anyone else happy. You don't have to change yourself or lose yourself. Joyce, you don't have a crazy ride. And you're going to be confused why you got all the opportunities you did. But girl, buckle up. Take a nap. 
And I'll see you on the other side. That's what I would say to myself. That's really sweet. Also, I just want to give a fair warning. I'm really annoyed by all these extra sounds. I was going to say, what is your upstairs neighbor doing? I don't know, but I think all these walls are very clear. And I just want to get it out in the open. We are filming in my dinky little Hollywood apartment. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, thank you. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be random sounds. That's just a part of the experience, you know. We like are any dinner party. Like any dinner party. Like any beginning great mm-hmm. thing in the world. There's mm-hmm. a rough start. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're experiencing now. But who yeah. knows what this will be in a year or two. You It'll know? probably be better than you ever imagined. I'm sure it will not be weird drilling sounds outside. But we'll, we'll see. Um, but for now, yes. If there's any weird sound, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, seven-year-old little Joyce, um, I'm, next time I'll make you softer food. Mm-hmm. And you're going to grow into one special moment one day. Yeah. I, love you. I love you too. You're amazing. Um, okay, we're about ready. We're like kind of done with food, so we're mm-hmm. kind of finishing up. I have a few last little questions for you. Great. Um, how would you like to be remembered like centuries from now? Ooh. Yeah. I want some kid to find a book buried somewhere in the rubble. Okay. <laughs> Is it a, post- a post-apocalyptic world? Uh, every movie's making me feel like we're all gonna yeah. die soon. So. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want them to read the story of Joyce Wish Jean. The bitch tried. I've always thought that'd be the title of my autograph. The bitch tried. The and bitch that's tried. Funny. That's it. That's my whole life. I tried. Okay. Everything I've tried. I'd be known for being a kind person. Yeah. Being an open person. Yeah. Being a good friend. A good mother. Um, I want to be remembered for making stories. Mm-hmm. Someone who was like, her mind was out of this world. I was a kid who got in trouble in Catholic school for staring out of her window for too long. Mm-hmm. I've always been in my own head. Mm-hmm. I want to be remembered for being like a mess. Yeah. Because I want to be remembered for, yeah, being real. Yeah. For being 100% because my life isn't perfect. My life isn't Instagrammable. There are days when I don't want to get out of bed. Right. There are days when I cry. There are days when I don't want to talk to anyone. There are days when I don't feel like I'm good enough. But all of that is what makes life beautiful that I'm realizing. Yeah. I am enough. My life is enough. And I have done more. And I ever dreamed I would, you know? Yeah, you have. And, and, and more, and there's more to come. There's so there's much more. There's so much more. So, you bring it up. We so are 23. I so keep much. forgetting. You know us. We act like we're We're old, we're like 80. We're like 80. We're like, 80. Yeah. <laughs> we're like back in my day. Yeah, what, yeah, 1995? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mac and Jason. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> he stuffs me. He's my feeder, y'all. <laughs> He's my feeder. Um, what was I going to say? Wait, more or one? No, it's enough. Um, I'm really going to burst out the seams. Well, when you come here, you get full. That's, yeah, that, that is that's true. I don't mm-hmm. let, if anyone leaves my house hungry, it means I did a bad job. So. <laughs> um, okay, so let me see. Oh, okay, so one thing I want you to do while we're kind of like finishing up the last little bits here is every week when there's a new guest, I want you to ask a question of our next person. So I want you to write it down here and don't tell me, keep it a secret, because I want when the person, um, you know, reads it on, during the show, it's like a surprise to both of us. So the next um, person is going to be Salorm. Oh! So. Of course it's going to be that dusty hoe. <laughs> I was first out. Ha! 
That's why I love you, Slur. Amazing. Thank you. So this will be a fun surprise for when I do the interview with Slur. And I think that's basically the uh, dinner view. So, one, what did you think of the whole experience? How was this first time? And also, what would you like to say to those who are watching if it's more than just like my grandma? <laughs> you have to answer. Um, <laughs> and I love dinner view. Um, it pretty much is like a regular dinner yeah. at your house because you always come with a bunch of questions. Yeah, yeah. I like to talk. He, he loves topics. Yeah. He always brings a topic to the party. Yeah. What's your sign again? What? What's your sign? Um, my um, sun is in Aries and my moon is in Gemini. Why. Ooh, that's why. He loves to communicate and he lo- he's passionate about everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, I love it. It's a normal dinner night for you. I usually bring the alcohol and or side dish that you need. Um, <laughs> and I love hanging out with you, so... Yeah. I love interviews and I love all the topics. Okay, so what would you like? What do you want to say to everyone watching? Because I, I like, mean, hopefully there's like hopefully they're like eating dinner while watching or they're like cooking while they're listening. So like we're like we've been hanging out with them for like the last hour. Oh wow! So I pretty much just say, hey person, you're amazing. You're great. Your journey is just beginning. So I hope when you're cooking your meal or eating snacks while watching this, because you didn't have time to make a bougie food like me. I hope that you understand that your journey isn't over, your journey hasn't been over, and you are worth love, guidance, and protection, and everything you want in life is going to be yours. And I'll see you at the club. (laughs) There we go. That's it. Thank you for coming. And um, I think what we're going to have to do is um, pack you up some food to bring home. Always. Always. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think I think we have our next dinner party like, scheduled like, sometime next month. So. Okay, great. Yeah. It was just so fun. Right? I'm hoping it goes well. I think it will.